Welcome back, nerds. We have another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jess. And we, this time for real, are going to figure out who's the best Disney boyfriend. <laughs> yes, part two. Our it's, first two-parter. Yes, hopefully this will be the finale. <laughs> hopefully we'll be able to decide. Um, do you want to break the horrible, sad news to them? Uh, I was deeply, deeply saddened. So this is actually only like a day after we recorded the last one. So no shit we heard this week. But shit we did learn is that Shrek isn't fucking Disney. Nope. Um, we should have known that actually. But um, didn't realize it until we had already recorded for an hour and some. So we are not going to do that again. <laughs> um, you'll just have to live with that. Also, um... Shrek was a, he was a big hitter. He was a contender. He so was. <laughs> he sure um, The other boys are lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who's real lucky? Beast. Prince Adam uh, gets the consolation of getting to move forward because yeah. his opponent was disqualified. Disqualified for being affiliated with an enemy corporation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I still am astonished DreamWorks isn't Disney. <laughs> I know. Disney owns everything. Um, uh. But yes, um... Beast goes forward and Shrek is out. Mm-hmm. He might, he may have won if he would have stayed. <laughs> it would have been a tight fight, that's for sure. It, it would have been close. All right. All right. So, we're jumping back in. Round one. We got Shang versus Simba. Yes. Lee Shang from Mulan. All right. So, we have a genuinely good general. Yes. The people that he, that were on his team, you know, mm-hmm. Mulan and those three fuckadoos, they were crap. And he turned them into men of war. <laughs> he turned Mulan into a man. Yeah. <laughs> uh. She did it all herself. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I'm assuming I get to have Li Shang. Well, I, I don't think we... Well, we haven't actually talked about Li Shang, so go ahead. Tell us what you want. Okay, okay. Tell us why okay. Li Shang should move on. Li Shang is better than Simba in every way. <laughs> <laughs> One, I, he's that... a human. <laughs> <laughs> you seem really hung up on the fact that Simba's a lion. Hey, it's a good, it's a, it's it's a good argument, okay. Um, but Li Shang, let's see. In the beginning of Mulan, he does have his, he does have his moment of being a little mm, too masculine, you know, like too aggressively man. Um, but to be fair, he was a military kid. Like, he, his dad was a general, a really famous, powerful general. So he had, you know, he had a lot on his shoulders. He had, he had some big shoes to fill. He felt like he needed to prove something to his father. There's and, also probably a lot of toxic masculinity in that household growing up. Yeah, and growing up in, you know, uh, I don't even know what period of China <laughs> it, it was. I was going <laughs> to, I don't know. But gr- growing up in ancient China <laughs> in... <laughs> In the military, is, or in the army, whichever. Uh, it's got to be stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's going to do something to him. And uh, so so when you first see him, he's a little little rough around the edges. But, but Mulan, or uh, Ping, uh, helps him kind of realize that, like, you know, he, he doesn't have to be so aggressive. Like, these guys are trying their best, you know, they're going to war. 
Um, they're scared, but uh, yeah, he he uh, he saved Shang's life, and uh, Shang again had a moment of uh, hmm, genuine gay panic. Yeah, gay panic, um, and also like a well. Honestly, I don't think it was. I don't think it had anything to do with her being female. I think he would have respected that. He would have respected her being, you know, a tough lady. I think it was the fact that he she was he, he kind of got feelings for Ping, and then Ping didn't have a peen. <laughs> um, uh, man, what a what a way. I'll, I'll give Shang a few extra points here because what a way to realize you're gay. It's just like fall in love with this fella, beautiful man, and it turns out, oh, they're a, they're a woman. Even though, you know, Mulan's narrative is a little... Mm. Yeah. But, uh, damn. Unfortunate yeah, we, for Shang. Can we say, though, that um, Mulan singing Reflection and then immediately dressing like a man, uh, there's something there. Oh, there, there's... <laughs> Definitely something there. There's something there, where when when they when they sing, when will my reflection show who I truly am inside? I will disappoint my entire family if I be the person that will make myself happy. Mm-hmm. And then immediately they cut all their hair off and dress up like dress a man, up to, like go a man to go to war. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mulan is a very confusing movie. Like, I don't, I don't know if they realized at the time what they were doing, but they definitely did something. Listen, someone knew. Not Maybe not everyone. <laughs> but someone <laughs> was like, hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to tell anyone. Just going to let it fly. We're going to see what happens. Because, yeah. I mean, it is an incredibly trans narrative. It is. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think, I think Shang should move forward over Simba because he is a sexy... Uh, bisexual. I don't want to assume. Well, I mean, he uh, he lo- he liked uh, both pink. Just, and I'm just gonna Mulan. go with gay, a sexy gay soldier, general man, um, who has a kind heart, and he's strong, and he's courageous, and he's hot. And <laughs> I just I'm hung up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair, fair. So we've already talked about Simba in the last episode. So you know, listen to that if you want to real really go into what Simba is all about. But the only thing that I can think of to uh-huh. give Simba some points over Shang is nothing. Shang is perfect. Shang is perfect. Mm. Admit it. He's, yeah. he's he's my he's my MVP. Okay, <laughs> if, if you guys haven't noticed yet, he's who I'm going to be fighting for to win this thing. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, yeah, no, I got nothing. He's, he's, he's not, he's not a lion, and that, it's a big <laughs> fucking deal. It is, it really is. Uh, oh, gosh. Alright, you know, this is an easy you know, one. having Simba on here is fun, because, you know, the Lion King is a classic Disney movie, and he is technically a prince, but, yeah, he is, <laughs> he <laughs> is a lion! There's no way around it. Yeah. Also, weird enough, he's still far more attractive than a lot of the other competitors. Yeah, which is really weird. I don't understand. If Kovu had been on here, we yeah. would have been ruined. Would have been ru- I love Kovu. Oh, what a what a what a guy. <laughs> he's a lion. He's not a guy. L- listen, those lions were drawn in the sexiest way possible. <laughs> Do you remember the bedroom eyes that Nala was let's, given? Let's be honest. The the older Disney movies with talking animals, 
They were real sexy for no reason. Like Robin Hood. Um, no, I don't think it was. I think it was called Robin Hood, but his name was something else. That fox. <laughs> that so... fox man and that fox princess. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Now, genuinely, animated movies, and not just Disney, but Disney especially, really uh, birthed a, a generation of furries. They really did. And, like, they're, like, all dogs go to heaven and all those, like, those uh, scruffy dogs, just so smooth. A dog shouldn't walk like that. It cannot be that strut. smooth. They should not <laughs> strut like that. And with their silky voices, it's like, okay, this is weird that I am attracted to this a hound dog right now, but <laughs> I'm confused and I'm turning the TV off right now. Uh, so let's. The real question Do you remember the movie with the dinosaurs? There's a dinosaur movie called We're Back, a dinosaur's story. Um, I don't see that as made by Disney. Um, so I, I'm. Production company, company it says Amblimation. Amblimation. Um, I don't know if that means anything. Uh, maybe it's a Bloom film. Yeah, it's possible. Um, but that one had some uh, debatably attractive dinosaurs as well. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Someone, somewhere, someone in the world of animation, there's a group. There's a group of people who just really want to bone down some animals. <laughs> uh, PSA: Don't do that. Don't do that. Some anthropomorphic. Wow, that wasn't the word. Anthropomorphic. Yeah, I thought that anthropomorphic. Was a... Anthro. Logic. Anthropocene. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, Anyways, and immediately we have Shang versus Prince. Prince Charming. Charming. All right, Shang wins. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there any is there any reasoning you think that Charming could have? The upper edge on Shang. My first thought was that, like, oh, he's richer, so, like, if you're, you know, a gold digger, you could go for Charming. <laughs> but Shang is is very rich. Mm-hmm. He is also very rich. Um, also, I think Shang is, uh, despite the fact that he looks like a grown man, very young. Yeah, right? I, I think he probably starts out pretty young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say... A young fella, like, I doubt he's in his 20s. I'm thinking 18, 19 at most. Oh, it's never, it's never said. Yeah, but that feels like the, the, what they're going for. Like, fresh out of whatever, barely an adult being given his first command kind of yeah, character. Yeah. Well, I feel really like in that to... case, maybe he's like, at most, like maybe 22. At most. And uh, with that in mind, he did take command of an army at a very young age. That's yes. impressive. That was very impressive. Prince Charming, he only killed one dragon. Prince Charming didn't do nothing. Oh, no, that, that. Wasn't, that was not him. No, Prince Charming oh. was Cinderella. He had the foot fetish, remember? Yeah, no, he, uh, he, Yeah, Charming's right? Charming's got nothing. <laughs> Shang wins. <laughs> Shang wins against the foot fetish. Uh, also, uh, we have nothing against a foot fetish. Do your own thing. Oh, yeah. No. It's just in this case... Shang is better than Charming. There's no king shaming or slut shaming in this household. Because let's be honest, Shang does have some kings. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. He uh, makes Mulan dress up like Ping all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Memories. All right, so Shang moves on yes. to the semifinals. Now. Yes. Kristoff versus Eric. Yes. It seems like a pretty easy one for Kristoff, 
But Eric, I will remind you, despite being incredibly boring and having no actual uh, notable features, after you know, <laughs> after a bit of discussion, we did determine he's actually a pretty swell dude. He's pretty swell. He's kind of boring, but he has a good heart. Yeah, like he genuinely just took a homeless person who was covered in rags from the beach who just washed up ashore. <laughs> Weird. And just brought her inside and was like, hey, it's yeah. fine. It was took, normal. Took care of her. There could have been nefarious reasons. Maybe he was like, wow, this homeless chick on the beach is hot. And the best part is she doesn't even have to listen to her talk. Yeah. Also. But he, you know, he could just be a good a good prince who wants to help. We might, yeah, you're right. We might just be projecting, you know, some I mean, bad ideas. He is, he is the first human that she's ever really met. And she kind of clings on to that fact. And he doesn't that, I mean, he helps, he's attractive, and I'm not saying that maybe she was manipulated or groomed or anything, but maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Also, they don't know how to communicate to each other, because she physically cannot. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not like he fell in love with her personality. Well, I mean, she she kind of showed her, her personality. Um, I do remember the, there's the, the iconic boat scene where they're both in the boat, uh, and like this little rowboat, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. going down like this, uh, is it a cave, or is it just like a river? Oh god, it's, just a river. it's been so fracking long. Um, but he seems he seems to, to enjoy just her company. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she is quirky, that comes across even if she can't Right, we're trying too hard. We are. Kristoff is the perfect himbo. He, he's a, a little dumb, a little quirky, but he's also so sweet, and he's, like, got that Netherlands, Swedish, Dutch, handsome vibes going on. Um, he's burly. He's got a cute pet. That always helps. He's also a solid laborer. Like, he, his job is to cut and carry yeah, giant so he's buff. ice. He's buff. Ice is not light. <laughs> he he is, is a Buff boy. He's a strong working man, and I can't. We, there's no way Eric is a working man. He's a there's no lazy way. prince. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> like he he sails away on these voyages on on these boats because he wants to see the world. Like he's he'll he'll look at things in adventure, but like when it comes down to like like a fight for his life or something, he he has no idea. Nothing. Yeah, I've seen those arms. They're they're kind of buff, but like. <laughs> I mean, maybe he helps on the on the ship once in a while, but he's not hauling pounds and pounds of ice. Oh gosh, no! I'm, I'm gonna give it to the working class. Yeah, Kristoff is more fun. He's a little bit more handsome in a different kind of way, and he's he's got he's got the people on his side. Yes. You know, I think Eric is also Dutch. I think I think the Little Mermaid tale comes from. Over yonder, <laughs> across the ocean. Uh, I would have no idea, to be quite honest. All right, who's next? Milo versus Naveen. Mm. So Milo becomes a king, doesn't he? He becomes a full. So blown he's king. a full blown king. Naveen just a prince. So like that is a point for Milo. That is definitely a point for Milo. Uh, also, Naveen does, however, help his girlfriend realize her dream. It's like, he's true. Very supportive. It's true, but Milo. Uh, helps his girlfriend protect her entire family and everything she cares about. <laughs> he does fight uh, a, like, crystal-powered battle god <laughs> to yeah. save his wife. So. And Milo 
Like, it's, it's always interesting and heartwarming to see character growth, but Milo doesn't need that. He starts out great, mm-hmm. which, I mean, sometimes might seem like, oh, doesn't give him much character, but he has so much character and so much personality. He doesn't need character growth. Um, maybe he'll, you know, have some hiccups and realizations, but he, he starts out with good intentions and a kind heart. Naveen starts out kind of a douchebag. And him and he ends on a good note. He ends, you know, uh, where we, we, we like to see him uh, with Tiana. But, I don't know. I, I just, I think that's maybe a point towards Milo. That's all I'm saying. I, I think I think I agree with you. Milo starts off at a place of, this is a good dude trying to do good work. Yeah. And then his character growth is just realizing that he might be a little naive and that he's got a, uh, there, there's more to just finding this place and discovering it. There's a whole life here and he has to preserve, help preserve yes. it. Because he, he doesn't realize that people are going to want to uh, research it or take it over or, um, you know, exploit it for money or anything. He just he wants to learn. Also, no idea that he had no idea anyone would even live there still. I feel yeah. like he might not have even tried to impede on them if he had known. Yeah. He's genuinely a good dude. I, I think even after Naveen's de- character Wait, development... Wait, Freeze. We need to make sure that he is Disney. Okay. Okay. So, it is. Okay. Thank mm-hmm. God. <laughs> Milo Thatch is Disney. Also, um, Cole Sprouse looks a lot like Milo. Which <laughs> 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 like, Tom Holland has a good um, personality, I think, that kind of matches... Milo a little bit better, at least in his, like, portrayals in different movies and stuff. However, Cole Sprouse just kind of... Looks the same. Looks... He has the hair. He... He... He has the costume already. <laughs> <laughs> like, anyway, sorry. I got distracted. Right. So, yeah. Even though Naveen, at the end of his character development, is a good person... And is trying his best and is supporting his his girlfriend and doing all this stuff. He still has not come close to meet, meeting Milo's baseline of goodness. To the point where Naveen wouldn't be able to defend Atlantis. He wouldn't be able to do the things Milo did. And I think that means Milo has to succeed. Yeah. Milo it is. Milo it is, fellas. Sorry, Naveen. You did a great job. Our, our next matchup is Prince Adam, a.k.a. The Beast, oh, the beast. against <laughs> Aladdin. Aladdin, Prince oh. Ali. <laughs> so, the thing is, okay. The Beast had already lost to Shrek the last time yes. we considered him. We can, he can, he has, still has a chance, you know. His, it's his second chance. He can try to do better this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Beast is a moody, moody, angsty boy who hides away in his castle and is a little selfish because he only cares about himself and kind of a little bit forces Belle to be in love with him. A little bit. Uh, he, he does free her father in a weird exchange, but he does free her father. He gives her clothes and food. He's he's a good 
uh, <clears throat> warden, I guess. He's a good <laughs> warden when it comes to, you know, keeping her safe and fed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's no, you know, neglect or but, abuse in, in his prison, except for the fact that he's trying to romance her, yeah. which is Let's be honest. Fishy. Let's be honest. The candelabra, the clock, the teapot, much better princes than Beast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, that's the thing. That's the thing with Beast. The The reason I don't think we can push him forward is just he is the worst character in his own movie. Yeah. I mean, he, I, I feel like they were trying to go for like the, oh, look at him. He's like kind of dangerous and um, people are scared of him. That's why, you know, they, they call him the Beast. They want to kill him. Um, but every girl loves a bad boy. You know, kind of, kind of thing. Every every girl wants to be yelled at and pushed around and enslaved. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> so totally. But they went too far. They went a little too far by actually enslaving her and actually him being a little too full of himself and moody and gross. Yeah. And and never forget that this whole thing started because some old homeless lady was like hey can you help me out and he said no fuck off yeah he could have if he was even slightly a chill dude yeah which i mean in the end it's supposed to be like oh he's learned his lesson but he hasn't he hasn't, the, learned, shit. He hasn't learned anything that's what should have been the cure for his curse learn his lesson to be a kind gentle and helpful person but instead it was, to, it was to fall in love, to have somebody love him for looking like a Bigfoot. But like, listen, there's we, we we can we know for a fact that money can hide a whole lot of ugly. Yeah, he he, he can definitely still be super selfish. They don't give us Beauty and the Beast two, and if they did, nobody's heard of it. <laughs> we haven't so even. T- he he could totally be selfish, and then she realizes, oh my god, Gaston is actually a good guy, but I think he's that, dead. He's so. super dead. He's super dead. They throw him off a tower. Well, she, she finds a different fella or lady, and yeah, I don't know. Gaston's real dead. He's real dead. Somebody uh, should pitch Beauty and the Beast 2, where Beast <laughs> is actually just a big old douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be rude. So, we haven't even talked about Aladdin in this context, but it's no I don't think you really need to. Like, he has his baggage, but... He, in the end, he he doesn't enslave Jasmine. He actually genuinely loves her, and he's not doing it under, uh, like, yeah, the money is nice, but he's not, he's not there just for the money, you know? He's there for her, not to break the spell of his poorness. Yeah, because, I mean, let's be honest, when he, when he f- discovered her, she was pretending not to be a princess. She was out in the street. He was just like, ooh, look at this girl. I want to talk to her. And then yeah. was infatuated. Yeah, and he's like, oh, she's the princess. <laughs> And I have that, to be a prince. That's when he decided to lie yes. to her. Yes. That's because of social order. So Aladdin is a moving on. All right, all right, all right. All right, <clears throat> it's time for the semi-finals. Semi-finals. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Li Shang versus Kristoff. I don't know if I'm going to like the outcome of this. This is going to be a hard when one. When we first started this... When we when we talked about doing this ep- these episodes, we made the joke of like, oh, you know, we're so confident that Aladdin and Li Shang will be the last two standing. We will fight to the death for but, Li Shang and Aladdin. But now they're but up Christoph, against some powerhouse. <laughs> yeah, you don't you what, what you don't realize when you start is that 
you know, a lot of these guys are genuinely good souls. <laughs> and they're little beings that, um, you know, it, it, it's hard to choose from. Um, so he, I, it really comes down to your preference of guy, I guess. Here, here's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm thinking forward. I'm thinking ahead. You're with Shang. Mm-hmm. It's been a few years now you've been together. What is that house, what is that home life like? I think it's stressful. I don't think it's stressful. I think it's good. But I do think maybe he's bored. Like, he, he wants war. Not, not you know, because of anything uh, malicious. He wants glory, he, though. Yeah, he's the he, son of a famous general. He yeah, he, I, I don't know if he wants the glory, but he wants to feel that adrenaline again, you know? Mm-hmm. He wants to be able to train those guys again. He wants to fight again. But he doesn't get that as much when he's at home because now... He's, you know, basically retired. War is not going on anymore. Um, maybe, but maybe, maybe he's like a cop, you know, maybe he's like a, like a ancient, (laughs) ancient Chinese cop who, um, you know, the head of like the security of the little village or something, Mm -hmm. um, which still isn't as exciting as going up against, uh, the Hun army, but... But he's he's probably making he's he's he, finding he's a doing way. his best yeah he's 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 doing his best he's a good dad but you know he's not as happy as he could be. On the other hand, we have Kristoff, who I think the home life with him would be wonderful. He would bake you the make you the best bread, the most delicious soup. Well, actually, I don't know the trolls. The trolls made real bad food. I think if I remember correctly. Oh, for sure. I don't think. We're looking he's ahead. Not a, he's not a cook. He yeah. he forges. We're looking ahead a few years now. So like I think at this point he he is dead. He's he's tried his best. He's learned to cook a couple dishes for you. I do for and some reason feel like he's very good at making bread. I do, I don't know why. I think he gives off the baker vibe from uh was it Cinderella two where her evil stepsister falls in love with that baker. Like he he gives off that <laughs> that like sweet boy vibe. Okay. He knows how to make a good sourdough <laughs> <laughs> i also think just let's say you're laying around watching some uh fantasy netflix and having a good time mm-hmm. and then you he looks over and you look bored and Kristoff seems like the kind of guy who would decide i know what to do i'm gonna make this not boring for them and uh, put together some elaborate nonsense to go have some fun outside yeah and, and, and I, I don't think he'd be the kind of guy who was like oh you're bored let's watch a movie He'd be like, oh, you're bored? Let's, like, make a blanket for it. Let's go outside and howl at the moon, play in the rain. Like, he would he would want to do fun stuff that reminded him of being a kid. And then when he does have his own kid, he would do the same with them and make sure that they, you know, grew up uh, a, a good person, at least in his eyes, and <clears throat> that they also kept that joy of uh, being a kid at heart. And here's the last thing between the two of them that I think we might have to consider on the scale of who's going to win this. Shang seems a little more conservative to me. I feel like he would expect certain gender roles. Whereas Kristoff, I think those might not be... Uh, I don't know if he would expect gender roles. <laughs> because I... of, you know, it. excuse me, in light of everything. Um, I think it would take him a minute to understand, excuse me, to understand... Uh, especially if his kid ended up being gay, <laughs> um, I think I think he would be supportive, but he he would be confused, you know. Um, 
But I do think he would definitely be like, oh my god, you have a B. You're, you are a failure. You need to try better. Yeah, he'd be a real strict kind of parent. Yeah. And I feel like uh, he also might be the kind of guy who doesn't think to do the house chores. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not his job kind of guy. Yeah. Because it, normally it isn't. And, but I feel like Kristoff would be like, oh, there's a thing here. I should probably take care of that. Maybe. Or he'd be outside playing in the mud with twigs in his hair. And then he tracks the mud all inside. Yes. But he will clean it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I hate to say it, but I think Kristoff moves forward. Oh, what an upset. Damn. Hey, I can be madly in love with Shang and still, <clears throat> still accept his shortcomings, okay? All right, now... But no. I will dress up like Pink for him if he wants me to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's time for Milo vs. <clears throat> Aladdin. Ooh. I want to see Shang's dragon. Dear God. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. <laughs> uh, so. Mm-hmm. Milo vs. Aladdin. Here's... Yes. Here, he, this, I think this comes down to... What kind of house life you want again? Mm-hmm. Milo, I think, is more relaxed, more of a calm, let's figure stuff out, let's let's build our future. And Aladdin is more of a, well, I've been bored for 20 seconds, so I want to go on an adventure now kind of guy. Which would be a fun boyfriend it to would have. Be fun. But which one do you want? You I, know, I, was, I, th- I think Milo. I think Milo would be, like, no matter what, I think he'd be accepting. and Because he... He got a lot of uh, <clears throat> what flack for for wanting to find Alanis, and a, a lot of people kind of saw him as the weird, yeah, the weirdo that they didn't really want to deal with or talk to. And so I think whatever his kids decided to do, or his wife decided to do, <clears throat> he would be accepting of it, and he would just want to know, maybe like why no. He wanted. He would want to know why they were doing it, or maybe he'd want to be involved. He, I think he'd be excited, especially if it was something intellectual, like if it was a study of something or a research of something. I feel, you know, my, you know what Milo gives me? He gives me uh, Hank Green energy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. I feel like he would have his own TikTok that it started off because he was watching his kids do TikTok. And I was like, this looks like fun. Can I do it with you guys? And they go, no. So he makes his own. <laughs> and then he becomes famous for it. And he's like, what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> oh, oh, God, what have I done? Do not eat grass. <laughs> I feel like Aladdin is not a TikToker. He just has one of those Instagrams. Yeah, he's look, an Instagram guy. Yeah, you look at his Instagram and go, hmm. He only posts things about his life that he thinks are cool. Like he'll he'll pose next to his carpet, you know, uh, in that prayer pose. Like he'll he'll take pictures of him and Jasmine, uh, laying in bed, and he'll pretend to sleep and take a picture of them, you know. Yeah. Like, like he's a fun guy, but he wants you to, to want his life. Yeah, he wants you to know he's having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. It's just. Is so lame. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. Damn. Um, I didn't. I really did not expect this. So Aladdin would be a real fun, real fun, real fun, 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 fun you're, guy. I think on average you're gonna have more great adventures with Aladdin. But yeah. I think you're gonna have a better life with Milo. Yeah. In the long run, everything I think will will come out better. Oh my God! Are both of our favorites? Our two top seats Ugh. are out of the game. All right. You know, it makes sense. 
Milo <laughs> versus Kristoff. <laughs> it is the finale, everyone. Tell us what you think. Kristoff from Frozen or Milo from Atlantis? Who is your winner? Or do you even agree with this lineup? <laughs> because I don't know how I feel about this. I'm just living in the moment, baby. <laughs> All right. I, I'm not sure how we do this one, but I got. I, I have it in my mind who I think should be the winner. Do you have who you think should be the winner? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need a couple weeks to think about this. Um, let's, just, let's just go for it and talk about it, and I think I will decide as we go. All right, so we, we've touched a little bit on what the home life would be with both of these characters, what kind of, you know, uh, later into the relationship kind of person they would be. Let's talk about the 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 dark seedy underbelly of a relationship. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Let's <clears throat> talk about sex. Ooh. Let's talk about sex. Thank you. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thanks. Between Milo and Kristoff, who fucks? <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I oh, I no. feel it in my bones. Oh, it ain't Milo. It in your bone. <laughs> oh no. I feel it in my bone. Milo don't fuck. He make love, but he don't fuck. <laughs> Why? Why do you say that about Milo? I think. I feel like he's a freak. <laughs> I think. Okay. I think he he's he might be nervous because let's be honest, he's probably. Kita is, is is probably his first. Um, but I feel like I mean when you hit the jackpot on the first try. <laughs> I know, right? But I think you know he he has an idea of what what it is. I mean he's he's seen things and maybe he's done a little bit of stuff, but he's not maybe gone all the way. Um, but I think with Kita, I think she's very adventurous, and I think he would be like, you know what, this is scary, but you're hot, and I'm gonna do this. You know, I can see it. So Milo, here's okay. Here's here's here. Like he's adventurous only because it makes Kita happy. <laughs> well, yes, but also I get I get the strong feeling, uh, Kita's in charge of that bedroom. Oh, for oh, sure. One hundred percent right. For sure. And now uh, she is a freak. <laughs> so I can see it now. Milo ain't on top of that uh, encounter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Milo be getting pegged. Milo is the sub. He's uh, having a good time, though. Yeah, he and loves it. He loves it, though. I think he would make a great sub. <laughs> Kristoff, oh on the other hand. I think he's a I switch. Maybe. Kristoff is a switch, I think. But I don't think it's ever anything too scandalous. I don't think it's anything no. too adventurous. I think... No, I think when he's on top, when he's when he's uh, in charge. top dog, he he probably is very gentle, takes it easy. Mm-hmm. I think or he he ravishes you because he was raised in the wilderness. Who knows? That, that's what I'm saying. I don't. Th- I think he's he's okay at making love, and he he definitely fucks. But it's not adventurous fucking. He jackhammers and you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's real good at foreplay, and so he doesn't really need to do too much when it I comes mean, down to the actual. He may gameplay. be good at foreplay, but Milo's a linguist. If you know what oh, I'm my <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, man. And he does do a lot of research. Oh, my God. Are we deciding this based on who is better in bed? I, I think that's the only way we can. Because we've already said 
Kristoff would be a great uh, this, this long-term depends. boyfriend. This depends on what kind of stuff you like in bed, though. I mean, it does depend, but like... Hmm. Okay. How does Milo treat Kida? Oh, like she's a, a, a living goddess. I mean, she basically well, is. Well, she is. <laughs> but he would have treated her like that anyways. Yes. And Kristoff does treat Anna very well. Mm-hmm. Um, when she treats him like trash. <laughs> okay, get over your sister. That's creepy. Okay. Do something else with your life. Um, sorry, I don't like Anna. <laughs> um, Kristoff is the only good character in that movie. This is really difficult. We need help here. <laughs> we need a divine intervention. My thinking is that maybe Milo, because he loves to research and learn, maybe he's stuck in his office all the time. Maybe he's stuck researching and learning things all the time, always has his head in the books, and never really paying as much attention to Kida and his kids as he should. He's an overworker. <clears throat> he might be, because he, he was obsessed with Atlantis for a long time after his uncle's death. And so now that he's found Atlantis and he's learned all he needs to know about it, he freaking lives there and rules over it. Um, there, he, he wants something else to learn, something else to obsess over, because he doesn't know how else to, to go about things. Um, life is dull without that um that drama that obsession you know those people who have to have drama in their lives to feel something (laughs) um christoph's not like that for sure he he's a hard worker but like that's just a job yeah he he seems like a real family man to me christoph because living with the trolls like they're his family he loves those guys um he loves he loves sven his reindeer and when he does get welcomed into the warmth of uh, Arendelle, he makes Olaf and Anna and Elsa his family. Like, he, he warms right up to it. He's like, okay, this is my family. I've got to take care of them. He doesn't know Elsa that much. He knows Anna. He doesn't know Elsa that much. And he's still willing to go the distance and help Anna save her. I think, I think <clears throat> you're right. I think you would get more... In, if you spent 50 years married to either one of these characters, you would spend more time with Kristoff than you would with Milo. And, like, personally, I would much rather pick Milo. He's definitely a bottom, and I respect him. <coughs> you want to you, you top Milo? 2,000 for that. But Christoph, Me too, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Kristoff, in the general, in the, in the broad sense, would be a better... Long-term boyfriend. All right. So, there we have it, folks. Chris Stoff is the best. Boyfriend more material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congratulations. He may not be a prince. He may not be a king. But. He's a good boyfriend. He's a good boyfriend. <laughs> yes, king. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that I did that. Um. <laughs> Uh, all right. So yeah, Kristoff is our winner. Uh, it's it's really sad to see Milo and Shang, and I guess Aladdin. I, I it's it's rough to see them go, but you you can't he, deny the, the facts, man. He, he took it to the top. He wasn't even in our in our top uh, picks, but he he made it. He made it. 
All right, let us know what you think. Do you think Kristoff should be uh, at the top of this championship? Is he is is he your champion? Tell us why or why not. <laughs> all right, but that's all we've got this time, and we didn't break an hour. Yeah, yell at us. State your case about who you think should have actually won. And then I'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Yep, me too. Bye-bye. Bye. Love you.